What's the best mattress for you? Well, if you're an egg or a kitten, check out the competition. But if you're a human person, put your body on a nectar mattress. As well as award-winning layers of comfort, you can sleep easy knowing you got incredible value. Mattresses start at just $499, and you get hundreds of dollars in accessories thrown in, as well as a 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com. It's Saturday night, date night. You throw on your best outfit and head for the door. You're meeting them at a bar, somewhere convenient for the both of you. You arrive early, only slightly, but it calms your nerves and gives you time to think. I wonder what they're like. I wonder if we'll have much in common. I wonder if they look like that in real life. All valid questions when you're meeting someone in person for the first time. But for the moment, we're not living like this. Around the world, governments have ordered people to stay at home. And people who are sick or have health issues are avoiding face-to-face contact. As more people contract coronavirus, we're changing the way we're communicating. And in turn, dating is too. Apps aren't new. We've used them for some time now. But how they're being used to meet people is... This is Trending, the programme that delves deep into the online world. I'm Raha Kansara, and today, what's it like dating during a global pandemic? Talking to me in self-isolation herself is my colleague, Thea Degallier. She has quite the tale to tell about someone she met on a dating app online, just before we here in the UK went into lockdown in late March. Yeah, it's quite the story. So the week before lockdown was announced, I met up with a guy I'd matched with on a dating app called Hinge. We already followed each other on Twitter and had chatted a bit on there, so I already felt like I knew him a little bit. And we met on a Friday. The date ended up lasting until Sunday, at which point lockdown was looking likely, and he asked me to quarantine with him. I thought that was a joke at first, but here we are, almost a month later. And there's been a bit of tension, as you'd expect when you move in together after 72 hours, but on the whole, it's been lovely. It's led me to find other people who were in a similar position to me, and that is how I found Kellen. Getting my head around the state of the world and, you know, living with someone I knew for 72 hours before, so... (laughs) Girl, I never thought I would say I understand, but I understand. (laughs) I know, right? It's so weird. (laughs) Originally from the US, she was travelling in Asia when in... January, early February, and things were breaking out in China and cases had showed up in Thailand and a couple other places in Asia. Mm. And I was just like, now is not the time for me to be traveling alone. So I decided to come to Spain. And I'll be in a Western, like, country with healthcare, universal healthcare and good hospitals. And I'll go there. Kellen found herself in Malaga on the south coast of Spain, where she met a man that we'll call Mr. X. She was due to travel to Madrid straight after, but decided not to because of a nationwide lockdown. Mr. X, he was just like, you 
you can't go to Madrid right now. It's like literally starting to quarantine, shut down. You'll be alone in an apartment in a city you don't know. Like, what are you thinking? I have two bedrooms, two bathrooms. You're crazy to go to Madrid. Just come move in with me. I had to kind of make a decision pretty quickly because they were starting to talk about not letting people in and out of Madrid. And so here I am mm. now on day 13. Wow. And so is he is he a local? Is he Spanish or is he another? No. So, of course, the world works in crazy ways. He's Italian, um, but he just moved from London. Theat, we're both self-isolating. We're following the advice of the authorities to stay inside. But you were with the man you went on a date with. So I'm guessing things have probably accelerated a lot faster than usual, even for dating app standards. Exactly. I've found that it feels like we've learned so much about each other in a very short space of time. It's like we've had a six-month relationship in the space of three weeks. And things that would never usually come up this soon have been discussed. Quite deep emotional things. We've both seen exactly what the other is like. When you're together 24-7, you can't hide your annoying habits, even though we do spend time in separate rooms for space. And it's been quite similar for Kellen, too. In some ways, it's gone faster because we've had more time together. But in other ways, like until last night, we've been like so much more polite. Wait, wait, wait. What does she mean about last night? Well, they had their first fight. Right. Okay. So in some ways, we're like in a three-month relationship. That's kind of where it feels like we are, where we like, should we be having this conversation of like, what is this? You know, <laughs> like fast forward to the three-month talk. Um, but then the other part, we've just been really careful and kind to each other and um, respectful. And in that sense, being more of like just really dear friends than romantic partners. Mm. Um it feels like when romantic romantic partner stuff starts to come in then it starts to get a little bit rockier it's obviously hard to navigate living with someone and getting to know them when there's a pandemic outside our front doors in 7 days we've gone out twice but both times like we're in the middle of the supermarket and i like see him touch his face mm. and i'm like oh my god i'm like hey don't do that and he's like oh you're so right you're so right like so he's just like a little bit less careful and like less um maybe neurotic than I am about stuff it's strange because she's living with a total stranger but when it comes to the people closest to her her friends and her family she can only contact them via social media the phone or chat apps in this situation, the virus has completely flipped on its head how we interact with people and the next steps of getting to know someone through a dating app. Yeah, if it were any other day, Kellen and Mr X would meet on Tinder and then in person, enjoy each other's company, probably keep in touch via social media as Kellen continued travelling. But here, that's not the case. And she's often thought about what will happen next. Two weeks ago, somebody said you're going to be moving in with someone and you're going to like be living this symbiotic life. Sound f- crazy and now being like you're gonna go out in the world and not be next to this person sounds crazy so just like adapting to that and thinking about that is I think already hard for both of us Extreme circumstances call for extreme measures and the world is coping with coronavirus by putting restrictions on people's movement limiting how we connect and communicate with each other. 
In various countries, there have been curfews, shutdowns of non-essential businesses, and in some cases, fines for people who are doing things like leaving the house or having mass gatherings. The more physical interaction we have with one another, the more likely we are to contract the virus. So it's hoped that self-isolating or social distancing will limit the spread of the disease. But it is stirring up issues of loneliness, which is why many single people are using dating apps more frequently. Iran is one of the most affected countries in the world, with over 60,000 coronavirus cases reported and nearly 4,000 deaths. After China, the virus spread rapidly through the country and media outlets started reporting on cases as early as February. Members of Parliament, the mayor of Tehran's 13th district, have contracted the virus. The country is reporting over 1,500 confirmed cases with dozens of fatalities, making it the worst hit country in the Middle East. Let's try and clear up what exactly is happening with the virus in Iran. The number of cases has doubled to over 1,500. Here's the Tehran Times, which is uh, connected to the state, saying one of those to die is an advisor to Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. So a lot of Iranians have been on lockdown for some time. Reza lives in Tehran, its capital city. It's roughly his 45th day in isolation, give or take a few. Now before I go on, heads up. We've had his words spoken by a colleague as he's worried that speaking to us might get him in trouble. Dating isn't controversial, but he calls himself a liberal, and his views reflect that, which puts him in direct opposition with Iran's conservative rulers. I get the impression that in Iran, it's mostly these liberal types who use such apps. You should know what type of person I am in Iranian social circles. I am, and my friends also. Uh, Many of them are open-minded people here. Even in Tehran, it's the most open-minded city in Iran. The quarantine for me over here is a disaster because I used to go out a lot. I'm really sociable and it's like a household prison for me because I know I should stay at home. Let me put it this way. In Tehran, the situation is this. Some people still go to work because the governmental offices are open, banks are open, many companies are open, public transport is open. It's really, really bad, the situation these days. If you search, you can easily see the picture of the buses, that they're crazily crowded. So I really don't feel good right now because I stay at home, but many people are out. I found Reza on Tinder, a mobile dating app. It works by prompting users with a photo and bio of people within a certain radius from you. Now, if you're not familiar with how it works, you're offered up other people's profiles and you can swipe left for not interested or swipe right if you are. You can only have a chat with someone if they also swipe right on your profile. That's a match. Now, I just signed up the other day. My location is London, so I can search for potential dates around me. But since the pandemic, Tinder has made their passport feature, which allows users to match with anyone around the world, free which means I've matched with Reza, even though he's in Iran. Not for dating purposes, I might add. I was looking for people to talk to. Me personally, I'm using dating apps in the last six or seven months more than before to find someone because I feel like I need to have a serious relationship. I've used OkCupid, Tinder, Happen and Bumble. I've used these four and they were good, 
But from the time I quarantined for the coronavirus, I almost haven't met anybody in person. Reza says the more conventional methods of dating, via friends or in person at universities, is now out of question for the majority of young single Iranians. For this period, I would say it's a good way to get to know people because, you know, in Iran, there's no bars, there's not much that you can do to contact others, there's no festivals, there's nothing. What about you now on Tinder? Do you find that you're using it more in quarantine than you were before quarantine? A little bit, yeah, a little bit, um, because I don't have anything to do. So when you don't have anything to do, you watch TV, you try to chat more, you try to read books and do everything to get everything out of the situation. Sorry, but the situation really bothers me. And Tinder, I think, is the biggest app to meet people in Iran. And after that bumble, and after that happen. How many people have you been talking to in quarantine? In the last month or the last 40 days, it's like maybe six or seven people or maybe eight, something like that. In such precarious times, I understand why Reza is frustrated. As a social butterfly, he's used to regularly going out and interacting with people. Now he can't. And feels imprisoned. People in Iran have also started leaving the house again, despite most restrictions still being in place. And his views on the government don't help alleviate his worries about how Iran can overcome coronavirus. I'll be happy if they can solve it, but it seems they can't. So yes, um, I'm a lot anxious. Especially because I think the government isn't doing what it can to solve it. That's the politics of it. Complicated. Like love, I guess. Aside from that, it's reassuring to hear that Reza hasn't given up on finding the one. He tells me, from the women he's been speaking to, he'd like to at least meet one in person and believes he can find someone despite the virus. Yes, it's still possible to find someone, but I really hate using social networks for relations and I prefer to meet in person. It's not as possible as it is normally, but it's still possible, I think. The number of people using dating apps in the past two months has grown exponentially. In India and the UK, Bumble found an increase in the number of people messaging on the app. And at the end of March, Tinder saw a significant rise in the number of people swiping. There were more than three billion swipes in one day, a first in the company's history. Of course, both companies are encouraging its users to date responsibly indoors. I go on my Tinder on a big projector screen and I go through all the profiles and like weigh in on them, like what I think about them. Uh, And then the audience votes whether I swipe right or left. Lane Moore is the creator of Tinder Live and an author. I wrote How to Be Alone If You Want To and Even If You Don't um, based on my own experiences. I had grown up with a really, really difficult childhood and I had been alone for most of my life, I realized that by not getting what I needed as a child, it's going to be harder for you to make friends. It's going to be harder for you to find healthy, safe, romantic partners. It um, it really impacts every part of your life, which can create a kind of loneliness that's that we don't talk about that much, but I think so many of us have. 
you know, but it's also, I'm also a comedian, so it's also really funny. And, you know, you want to give some moments where people can laugh while they're kind of examining how they connect with people or don't connect with people. Um, and then my comedy show, Tinder. She Rock, says her work has never felt so relevant. Between the book, How to Be Alone, and, and Tinder Live, um, they're both really examining how we connect and like what is expected of us um, in dating, you know. And gives two tips on dealing with dating during coronavirus. My number one tip for for dating is is obviously stay home, stay inside and just remember what it was like to have actual conversations with with somebody and and get to know them. In terms of enjoying your own company, I really, the strongest thing you could do is to get to know yourself and the reasons why this feels so overwhelming. Raz has been quite vocal about feeling like a prisoner in his own home in Tehran. But Mrinalini from India is feeling something quite the opposite. Uh, can I say, actually, I'm dating a, like multiple boys. So I am not like exactly seeing them, seeing them, but then I'm trying to figure out if I feel a connection with anyone. So I have been talking to four or five boys regularly. And uh, yeah, like they have been video calling me. They have been calling me randomly and yeah it's quite nice I, I feel like maybe once the lockdown is over if I get to meet them they might be knowing the real me Rinalini is 26 working in brand relations and from Bangalore which is often called the country's Silicon Valley she tells me she's enjoying the perks of quarantine personally and professionally we are working from home right now I think it's the sixth or seventh day now I'm not very sure I've been losing uh, track of Time. So we have 21 days of lockdown in India, so we have been staying indoors. In late March, India announced a total lockdown across the country. Some states have imposed harsh punishments for those not obeying lockdown rules, including unruly discipline by the police. But Rinalini has stayed at home and seems to be taking it in her stride. With this corona thing happening, of course, I'm having a lot, of, lot more time in hand. So I'm making an effort to be out there and, you know, talking to people day in and day out. One interesting thing that has happened to me is uh, when you actually go out on physical dates, you make an effort to actually, you know, get dressed, look good and go out. Now everyone can relate to you because everyone is in quarantine, everyone is sitting at home. So when I'm talking to this boys, I'm like really comfortable in my own skin. It's actually working out quite well for me. Dating, she says, can get pretty hectic very quickly. By the time you come back home and you actually want to invest time on speaking to someone, it gets a little crazy because obviously you have been working the whole day and you just want to sleep at the end of the day. What sort of things do you do on dates? So where do you go? Uh, We generally go out for dinners mostly because of course like uh, you come back from work and that's like an ideal time to go on dates and then probably if you know if I am getting along with the guy we would go dancing. But with the help of the app Bumble which is pretty big in India where in heterosexual matches women can make the first move she's had more time for herself and a lot more virtual dates. (laughs) 
One interesting thing about Bumble is I can call the person. They also have like a video call option over there. I'm not much of a texter. So I would rather, you know, call the person, have a conversation, decent conversation with them for an hour or so or like half an hour, whatever time that person is comfortable with. And of course, you know how the person is reacting to certain things that you say. It might not come out uh, like the same way that they want to say in your in your text, right? Like it's not going to be the same uh, emotions, right? So like when you speak to the person on video calls or maybe on audio calls, you get to know the person better and you connect with the person on a different level. I feel like maybe once the lockdown is over, if I get to meet them, they might be knowing the real me. Renalini's approach is quite interesting. Single people use dating apps to meet others, be it a fling or something serious. You match with someone, you chat for a bit and you meet fairly quickly. But during lockdown, Renalini has time to explore her options, using older technology like a phone call and text messaging to suss the potential out, then using newer features like video call to get to know someone. Dating this way is slow and even a bit quaint, kind of like a Bollywood film. Or like the old days. Maybe this is a sign of a larger post-virus trend. Here's Lane Moore again. This used to be a thing. There used to be long periods where you would talk to someone and get to know them. I mean, kind of lean into the idea that conversation is our biggest tool right now. Unlike a lot of people my age, millennials in their 20s, that is, I don't use dating apps. So for the purpose of this program, I've used apps and have literally been swiping through anyone and everyone whilst being completely aware of the stereotypes that come with them. Of course, there are the usual send nudes types, but there's also another rather unusual type. Hello. Hi, Andrea. How are you? (laughs) I'm good, thank you. I'm so sorry it has taken so long to sort out this phone call. Don't worry. It's not like uh, here we're in the middle of... uh... It's not like you have things to do. (laughs) (laughs) Andrea lives in Milan, Italy, a country at the epicentre of the outbreak in Europe and the highest death toll in the world, over 16,000 people. Like India and Iran, Italy is also on lockdown. I'm in, in the house since 20 days. So wow. it's like I'm, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to freak out a bit. Now for the unusual bit. Andrea already has a girlfriend. Shocking, I know. In fact, when he told me, I couldn't believe it. But wait, he's not a love rat. He's not actually using dating apps to date. He's a designer who sells chairs. And he's using apps to sell them. When I came across his profile on one app, his bio read, This lockdown is unbearable. In my bathroom, there are 2,745 tiles, and I'm tired of talking to myself. You might be thinking, what about his girlfriend? Surely they talk. Yeah, they do. But she lives in Geneva, so they're having to communicate mostly by Facebook and video calls. Anyway, before matching with him, what I missed from his bio was the first bit that read, I love this app, but I fell for somebody. Now I'm selling you custom chairs made in Italy without you acknowledging it. 
So, of course, when he first told me he had a girlfriend, I was sceptical about his intentions on the app. But in hindsight, we were both using apps for things other than dating. So there I was trying to get people to talk to me for this programme and there you were trying to sell chairs. <laughs> yes, definitely. I know it's a bit strange, but um, I found it an, uh, an amazing way to meet people and interact and so on. What about your girlfriend? How did she take it the first time you told her that you were staying on Tinder? Oh, no, it's a, it's a kind of a joke between us because, uh, uh, of course, you can imagine I'm not using it so intensely as I was. But sometimes it's funny because people write and um, I clarify immediately what I'm doing, but it's a funny situation. And His observations of what he's seeing or doing on apps are very different to those who are using it for its intended purposes. But it means that he's been able to take a step back and really look at what he's seeing. I think that the real difference is that there are a lot of people that are not in Milan now that are kind of uh, Tinder traveling to Milan. This is more of what I realized. It has become a way to travel around and get news about people. I don't know. The thing that I really noticed is this uh, variety of, of people that are not uh, around you. It was a lot about finding somebody that was in your surrounding. Have you sold any chairs during lockdown on Tinder? During lockdown, not. Just before, I think it was... Uh, around 15 stools for a small bar and then a few chairs yeah in the in the middle of the lockdown none but just before definitely yeah the problem now is that if i would sell something everybody would have to wait until <laughs> until i can go out because uh, in italy now i mean only the strictly necessary businesses are open and and can continue designers and so on and so forth are all closed up On the surface of it, dating amidst a global pandemic and a lockdown may seem trivial. Every day someone is dying or losing their job, battling with loss, grief, feeling lonely, feeling anxious. The list goes on. But at a deeper level, it's another way of the human civilization adapting to its surroundings, of people maintaining a connection with the outside world. And if we're going to be cooped up in our homes for a while, our coping mechanisms will vary. For many single people, that is dating. A couple of days after I spoke to Andrea, Renalini and Reza, I asked them, what is the first thing you'll do once lockdown is over? Actually, when, uh, when this madness is going to be over, I'm going to take my bike and go on the, on the other side of town to have a coffee at the bar. Oh, I never realised though. How much I love to get a coffee at the bar in the morning. <laughs> Once the lockdown is over, I'm gonna go meet my family first, uh, then go meet my friends. Then I will go meet the boys that I have been talking to from Bumble, who I think I might have a connection with. And of course, I'm moving out of my place. So yeah, the basic shifting stuff. The first thing would be finding someone to have sex with after this. I'm kidding. Um, the first thing is just, you know, to walk around the streets in the places I love in the city and going to the cinema, you know, to feel the society, feel people, um, meet friends for sure. Um, I think these are the first things I really want to do. And Thea, what about your love story? Where will that go? 
Oh, there's loads that we want to do. We want to go on holiday. We want to like go to the pub and meet each other's friends in person. Um, like go to the seaside. Just, just loads of stuff. <laughs> That's it for this edition of BBC Trending with me, Raha Kansara. A huge thanks to Thea de Gallier for sharing her story. She's also written a text piece for the BBC News website around dating during coronavirus for those of you who'd like to see more examples of how people are doing so. If you want to get in touch, maybe you've seen something online, you want a story debunked, or you want to tell us how you're dating, then do so by emailing me at raha, R-E-H-A, dot Kansara, K-A-N-S-A-R-A at bbc.co.uk We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Just search for BBC Trending and follow us. And remember to leave us a rating or a review wherever you get your podcast from. We'll be back with another episode soon. Until then, check out this podcast from our colleagues at the BBC World Service. As the COVID-19 outbreak continues to spread across the world, our coronavirus global update brings you all the latest news twice a day. On the pandemic, virtual failure, a national lockdown. Basic supplies. Giving you a global perspective on a global story. South Korea has been Johannesburg. Iran has announced Italy is now India. The US has extended. Still has Tokyo. The coronavirus global update from the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. I have a secret. I wore the wrong foundation for years. Then I discovered Il Maquillage, the boldest new brand in beauty. With 20,000 five-star reviews and 50 shades of flawless coverage, their Woke Up Like This foundation is a bestseller for a reason. It's tough buying foundation online, but their Power Match quiz matched me perfectly. And with Try Before You Buy, you can try your shade free for 14 days. Take the quiz at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz.